0: Now, here's AKA Radio Red.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Our last show of 2020, almost the last everything of 2020. Damn, we've waited for this day. We've been counting down a little more furiously than usual. I usually start the countdown in the spring of how many days left till the end of the year. I tell all my listeners, go get something good to drink on New Year's Eve. Well, I've been warning you even more more furiously this year because we can't wait for this one to be over. I'm AKA Radio Red. We're talking about creativity. I have two fabulous creatives. That's what I call my people people here on the show two fabulous creatives they couldn't be farther apart in terms of what they do and how they do it and what creativity means to them and i can't wait to introduce them to you but first i'm just going to say ingrid and shara we have to do a little bit i didn't introduce them yet but i'm just using their first names well one of them only has one first name and i'll tell you why in a minute I want them to say hello, a shout out to LLL, lovely, lanky, Laura Legs, my most loyal listener. Okay, here we go. Hello, LLL. you ready, ladies? One, two, three. Hello. Hello. L L L L That's it. Lovely <laughs> lanky Laura legs. Um, we've been taking up um, I've been threatening to do a GoFundMe this year because I need her to move to London or Los Angeles because she lives in Whitestone, Shara, and that starts with a W, So we need her to live someplace with an L. Ingrid, if there's any place in Oklahoma near you with an L, we can we can GoFundMe and send Laura there. But we need to have <laughs> yeah, you get it. So here we are. We're gonna have a good time. Let me tell you a little bit about my two guests. And the, today is Monday, the twelfth. 28th of December, so let's see where that falls on the calendar. The answer is not soon enough till the end. Three days left to 2020. This is the 262nd day of the Gregorian calendar. We always say thank you to Greg, Gregory, Greg, whatever his mother called him, Gregory, or Gregola, I don't know. It is a leap year, so it's the 363rd day, and it's the 52nd Monday in 2020, and I love Mondays because I get to be here on the radio on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We run the Variety Channel for a while, now we're on Empowerment. So if you haven't gotten something for New Year's Eve, something to drink and make you happy and make you forget this year, it may be too late. But go brew something in the backyard, in the sink, in the garage, <laughs> get some old bathtub gin going. I don't know. Make some eggnog, pour some rum in it, anything. we got to be happy this New Year's Eve. we are got to put this behind us real fast. So let me introduce my friend. My two guests, I would say my first two, I've got two. Ingrid Huffman, a.k.a. Ingrid Dancing Winds, and we'll find out where that name comes from. Listen up, everybody. Never had anybody like Ingrid on the show before. She is a pig wrangler, a goat herder, a tractor mechanic, Yeah. She's a a lady. She's a girl. She's a female. She's a plumber. She's a restoration rancher. She's a quilt, soap, and paper maker. She's a former RN, registered nurse, a former soldier, and a sailor. And she's the creator of the Owl Warrior Hub, curator of a process to guide, help people who have PTSD. Very important role. Ingrid Huffman, say hello, please. Hello. Nice to have you on, Ingrid. I met you at the Publicity Summit a couple of months ago, didn't I?
2: Yes, the speed dating event. <laughs>
1: That's right, <laughs> speed booking. That's yes, absolutely right, speed booking and speed dating. And Ingrid, you're calling from, well, you're on Zoom with me today, but where are you in, in what part of the world are you today?
2: I am in southeast Oklahoma, 70 miles south of Tulsa and... Um, about three hours away is a town called Lawton, where a military base is. So LLL could move there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's listening. She's going to LLL. You got to tell us after if you want. To. I think Ingrid will take very good care of you, and you'll have a very. Can she come visit you on the ranch? And, and oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay. I, I yeah, she's in New York and she might have a little bit of quasi PTSD from the new I was a New Yorker by the way. I'm born and bred and I moved here three years ago to North Carolina. Ingrid, we have a lot, but first before we, we get in, I'm gonna introduce Shara in a second. But Ingrid, Ingrid Dancing Winds, is that an Indian name? Is that a regression name? I don't know. Please tell me.
2: <laughs> well my uh adventure first started out being called Blue Winds Dancing which comes from a Native American story written in 1938. And people have also described me as a squirrel that runs around a tree uh, up and down the branches like crazy. So I just thought, you know, Ingrid dancing winds because I'd rather be dancing winds than a squirrel.
1: Okay. Well, I I know the the human capacity, Ingrid, the human capacity for uh, attention span has been compared to a goldfish. But I had an author on this show a couple of years ago, who wrote a book that the human attention span is about that of a squirrel. And I think it was... 12 seconds I think that's about all it is so I love your name and Ingrid it's so ha- I'm so happy to have you here and I have some PR pictures of you with a beautiful dog and with a beautiful horse you've got a big leather uh like a cowgirl can I say that cowgirl is that yes, okay to cowgirl. say that word <laughs> cowgirl you had a cowgirl hat a big leather hat on do you have that hat handy you want to you have it around
2: uh it's not real handy I can run and okay. grab it
1: no 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 it's fine I, I should have asked you before the show because I have a a new Year's. I have a New Year's crown ah. here that says happy new year. <laughs> that I'll put on for the end of the show. So Ingrid, very nice to see you again. It's been a while. And now let's introduce formally my other guest. Her name is Shara. I think she wants to be a one name wonder, and she probably is already on her well, well way to earning that. And she was referred to me by a recent guest on the show. Robert Grigori, he told me to pronounce it the Greek way. Shara, let me read a little bit about you, and then I'll have you speak. Shara is a rising pop star from Vancouver, Canada, our neighbors to the north. Her hit single, and we will attempt to play part of it, Real Love, landed her on the top 100 radio charts alongside everybody... Get ready. I'm going to drop some names here. How about Taylor Swift and Maroon 5? And Shara is now featured on MTV. I am impressed. As a child, she had a great voice. She played guitar, took piano lessons, sang in a children's choir. And on top of that, in her spare time, when she wasn't busy doing all that, she was writing her own songs. And her childhood home was filled with all kinds of music. She'll tell us about that. And she's on her way to fulfilling her dream of becoming an internationally renowned Pop star, Shara, welcome. How are you today?
3: Good. Thank you for having me.
1: Delighted to have you. And and uh, did your parents love music? Did you grow up in a musical home? No, my mom is tone deaf. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay. Yeah.
3: No, I just uh, they they listen to music, but they don't. They never did music. No, it just I just came into the world doing this. <laughs>
1: And and when did you realize that you could do? It? I'm going to play your song in, in a little while, "Real Love," and I know it won't be absolutely great for the live show, but we're going to have it dubbed in for the recorded version later on. Uh, Cheryl, when did you realize you were good at it? When did you say, "Oh, I think I'm going to sit here and write a song"? I'm eight years old. I write a song, and somebody said, "Dang, that's good." When did that realization come?
3: I honestly, I was really young. Like as long or as young as I could remember, it probably be like three or four is when I started singing. Um, and then writing, I started probably when I was like eight, like, just, you know, songs about what kids sing about. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Okay. Interesting, interesting. Well, if you had lived on a farm with Ingrid, or you'd been in her neighbor, you probably would have been writing Ingrid, right? She would have been writing about the sheep and the cows and the goats. <laughs> yeah, I think that would have been cool. Thank you, Shara. It's so nice to have you on, and and I'm looking forward to hearing more about your music, Ingrid. I have to ask you. I didn't mean to to. flip flip past it uh, casually, but PTSD. Let's hear a little bit about your background, your serious background, uh, nurse, soldier, sailor. Let's get to who is Ingrid Huffman? What brought you to this phase in your life? And What in the world is a restoration rancher? Go ahead, Ingrid.
2: (laughs) Well, uh, it starts, actually, I am the granddaughter of two World War II veterans, both on the German side of the ocean. My mom and dad both immigrated separately with their families and met in Denver, Colorado. So uh, the PTSD actually stems back to when I was seven. And then I decided about that time that I was going to be a nurse and we were actually living in Utah when I was seven in, uh, 25 miles out of Moab on an organic farm, 500 acres. It was delightful, absolutely delightful. Then I left that and was on the upwardly urban uh, path (laughs) in the army. I did the Navy first and then the army with one deployment to Iraq came home from that. Mm. And my life pretty much fell apart and my daughter... Mm was in ninth grade when my younger daughter and taking, um, FFA. And she kept telling me, mom, we need a farm, mom, we need a farm. <laughs> so, uh, the farm started with ducks in my backyard in Quincy, or Wenatchee, Washington. And then we moved to Quincy, Washington, where we started with Goats and donkeys and restoration agriculture mimics mother nature. Uh, We plant trees, fruit and nut trees, berry bushes and vegetables and herbs all together because that way you don't need uh, sprays or uh, fertilizers or anything.
1: Very, very interesting. Did it take you a while to catch on to this method of farming, Ingrid, or was it something you just felt you walked into it and you said, this is this is where I need to be. This is what I want to do.
2: It's where I need to be what I want to do, but every <laughs> when I first started, it was like, uh, what on earth am I doing, and why am I doing this, and how am I supposed to be doing this?" And then, when we first got to Oklahoma, it was there were so many times I was like just give it up and go back to working or just give it up and go back to work. You have a job that can make you 40 bucks an hour. Why are you doing this? <laughs> mm.
1: And you decided to stay. Tell me Ingrid about the Owl Warrior Hub. Who do you help? Uh what what's your goal with that?
2: Uh The goal is to bring people together for healing of themselves, healing of our relationship with our mother earth and healing with our relationship with each other. And they grow a worldwide network of people doing that, whether you want to farm in the country or you want to live in the city, you can still be part of the network, but the hub, because the hub is the middle of the wheel.
1: (laughs) Okay. And who do you and is this a veterans organization or how do people contact you?
2: Uh, you can contact me through my email, blueheronwarrior at gmail.com or at my phone number, 918 4702056. And it is for whoever wishes to come. I am a veteran, so I fully understand veteran. I'm, of course, a female. So, <laughs> um, I've endured many, many levels of trauma that I've Mm -hmm. worked through and healed through. So I open my arms and heart to anybody who wants to come
1: and heal. Interesting. And Ingrid, let me ask you, because I'm about to ask you the same question. Do you consider yourself... A person who has applied what I call a creative DNA to designing your life. And it's not a formal essay question, Ingrid. And Shara, I'm, I'm gonna ask you the same thing. Do you when you went from, from the service and you you decided to do farming and decided to adopt and adapt the restoration farming? Did you say, Oh, I'm being very creative about or did it just flow? This is something I want to try. What's your your take on creativity?
2: It's um Oh, I heard about this. I want to try it. Oh, that didn't work out so well. Okay, let's try it again. Let's try it a different way. Let's let's just keep on trying it because...
1: Yes. So would you would you say that creativity is synonymous with persistence and being stubborn? Yes, without a doubt. <laughs> I've, I've never thought of it that way. I my creativity is seat of the pants. I was doing radio by phone for years, and then COVID started, and I said to myself, "Well, I'd like to see people. I haven't ever seen my guests." quote-unquote in person and I put all I have 13 radio series this year I put all my my 11 business shows and my well actually 12 are business and one is this this one my creativity show and I put them all on zoom and it just changed everything but Ingrid I didn't sit around think about it for six months I said oh I think I (laughs) could and one day it was like wow this is really cool because I get to watch my guests think I get to see when you're ready to end a sentence I think instead of waiting for it on the phone. Okay. Are they done with the paragraph? Are they taking a breath? Is there more coming? And not wanting to step on toes, but you don't want dead air on the radio. Ingrid, I appreciate you letting me go in that direction because I I didn't think about that. Shara, creativity, what does it mean to you? Do you think you were just born creative? How How do you interpret that?
3: Um, I think some people are born creative, but I also think it's something you can learn. Also, side note, me and Ingrid are actually very similar. I live in a farming town, and I have some trauma as well. So I feel like we're more in common than than you thought, Radio Red.
1: <laughs> well, that's interesting. Tell me a little bit more about about the farm life where you are, and and what what part of Canada. Come on, tell me more.
3: I, I'm in Vancouver, Canada, but I actually live in a town called Ladner, and it's a it's a farming town. And I also lived in a town called Agassiz, which is another farming town. So I've only lived in farming towns. <laughs>
1: And, and how do they react? How do the people you know, are you in the same place where you grew up, the same town, the same area? Um, I
3: have lived in Ladner since I was 13. So yes and no, I was in Agassiz before that. Um, they, they, um, they think it's pretty cool. Um, there's no one else in my town who I know of who's doing the same thing.
1: <laughs> Interesting. And, and tell me something. You live with your family, your mom, who do you live with?
3: I live by myself. Um, oh, you do. Okay. Yeah, but my family's in town for the holidays.
1: <laughs> I thought you were about 19 years old looking at you, Ingrid. I thought <laughs> I thought I didn't know if she was old enough to be on the radio. I'm only teasing. So I maybe. You... Oh, yes. I, I complimented her. No, you you look you look like a teenager. <laughs> I would like to play just a clip from your song, Real Love. May I do that right now? Is that yes. okay, Shara? Ingrid, awesome. would you like to hear this? Sure. Let's let's see how it sounds, how it comes out. I'm putting it on here. I had to join Spotify to do this. I want you to know, Shara. Oh,
3: it's okay. on Apple Music too.
4: Lies, lies baby all them guys they crazy cause they don't know how to be real they are carbon cop copies they just want this body they don't care about catching these fails please don't die on no, no cause I just need a man who wants my heart if you can handle every part of me I could blow your mind your mind. I just want that 优优独播剧场 身旁-
1: can we clap for Shara, please? I thought that was <laughs> I thought that was absolutely delicious, Shara. I I am impressed. Did you write that one?
3: No, I actually didn't write that one. I've written every other song though <laughs> I actually the <laughs> one uh, no, it's uh, that one I actually heard and I felt like I wrote it because it was exactly what I was going through at the time, like just like dating all the wrong guys and just wanting someone who was just like real. <laughs> so I was like, no, I'm taking this song.
1: <laughs> well, th- I like that. I have to tell you the reason I w- a couple of things about me. You probably don't know. Number one, I'm a drummer. I've been oh, drumming cool. for a couple of years and I have a little Latin band called Red's Hot Mango. and. Cool. We were playing in my garage this summer once our clubhouse in our community shut down except for the pool and the bocce courts with COVID, and we played in the driveway in the garage and we got 50, 60 people, word of mouth in the neighborhood, came by with, Ingrid, you love this, they drove their golf carts here and, <laughs> and they walked, cool. they took bikes, they brought wine, they brought beer. I found people, beach chairs sitting all over my front lawn. They were, cars were going by, it was a traffic jam and that that's a good audience. I used to run open mic nights here when we had our clubhouse open. The other thing is that I was a disco dancer. Back in the day, Shara, Ingrid may remember the disco era. Love Shara. It. <laughs> you might have heard about it, but I taught over a thousand people how to do line dances and the hustle, cha-cha swing, oh, wow. Lindy, the East Coast swing. And when that music started playing, it just brought me back you have a disco vibe am I allowed to say disco vibe how did you pick what genre is that come on fill me in on 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 the update movie music what is the genre of that song did you want that disco feel almost that house music feel I'm probably saying all the wrong things help me out here Shara (laughs) go ahead
3: um it's like pop R&B but I think well my overall genre is pop um but I always like kind of like I do fusion of like R&B or rock or really, I just like to mix things together, really.
1: Okay, well, and what's your audience? Is your audience anybody who hears it on Apple Music and Spotify? How did you get on MTV? Let's get a little more backstory here.
3: I actually have no idea how I got on MTV. One day, my, my record label just told me that MTV is playing my video for six weeks. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> that's amazing. And then I got a bunch of new fans from that because I'm still like up and coming. Like it, the music industry is a it's a slow grind. So I'm still up and coming. So I got a bunch of new fans from that and they all messaged me and they were like, oh, I saw your video on MTV and now I'm a fan. And yeah, it was all really awesome. It was
1: so cool. It sounds very exciting. And question is, you made a music video. Did you have to have a a producer, a director? Did somebody write the scenes? Was there a storyboard? I'm curious.
3: Oh, yeah, all of it. We went to L.A. Because from Vancouver, L.A. is only like an hour and a half away. So we do do most of the stuff in L.A. But, um, yeah, there was everything. It was like a full, I felt like a pop star for sure that day.
1: (laughs) That is so cool. Were you nervous? Were you scared?
3: Oh, yeah. I was very nervous <laughs> and very scared, but I can, I can pull it out even if I like, cause I'm a performer, right? So I can pull it out, but I was definitely nervous.
1: <laughs> I have to ask Ingrid, Ingrid, are there any performing arts in your life? Any uh, singing, dancing, playing the violin, the banjo, the fiddle, uh, the trumpet, harmonica, <laughs> anything? I have, I play piano and I have played violin. I
2: had to sell my violin, but uh, I now have a frame drum that i am starting to learn to work with
1: what is a frame drum
2: tell me it's just a round uh a round drum handheld round drum oh
1: cool <laughs> play it with your with your hands like a, like a bongo like a conga uh,
2: I, either way either i have a a stick um or i just use my hands
1: Very, very cool. Is it anything like a cajon, which is the box you put between your knees and play it on all the sides? Anything like that? Or is it small? It's
2: it's about
1: the size of a tambourine,
2: bigger than a tambourine. I'm looking around. Oh, there it is. Do you mind if I stand up? I can grab it here for you. I really want to see it.
1: Me too. (laughs) See, ladies, I knew we have stuff in common, didn't we? Oh, we do. Oh, oh my goodness. It. Look at that. I turned it sideways, Ingrid. I want to see what the depth is. Oh, my goodness. And those are skins on the... Uh, yeah. Okay. That's Open the, back in the back side.
2: Open in the that's back. So you hold very it.
1: Very intricate. And can you play it a little bit for us?
2: <laughs> yeah, please.
1: We want to hear the sound. Cool. Very cool. Very, very cool. My band has a gentleman who is a retired family doctor, and he's a native of Puerto Rico. He's a fabulous singing voice, and that's why Red Hot Mango is Latin songs. But he has uh, the congas, which are the big bongos on a stand. And so he plays the conga drums while we're performing. And we don't have any guitar players right now, Shara. So if you want to find me a couple of guitar players uh, locally, that'd be great. So we play over tracks. But we can do about 12 songs in about an hour and a quarter or so. I'm, I'm a quick learner on drums, and I have a bass player. So we have the bass, we have the drums, we have Tito on vocals and on congas. Sometimes he plays the clar- the trumpet as well. So we're just missing the guitars. But you know what? Playing over tracks, it's not easy to coordinate all the sounds. You probably know that. It's a little bit of a challenge, but we have a good time. And right now we're on hold because the clubhouse is under more restrictions now than it has been. We had two conference rooms that we could combine, and we were allowed to have 25 people in the two of them together. And the governor of North Carolina made a more restrictive move a couple of weeks ago. And now those two rooms only hold 10 people under COVID rules. And if there's four people in our band, we have a manager, We're not going to set up for two hours and play for an hour for six people. It's just... It's not worth it. So we'll we'll wait till the spring till we can play in the garage. Anyway, ladies, it's time for I Wish I Had Some Music. Josh, can you play some music? Doo, 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 doo. We're going to do our segment of national holidays you've never heard of from December 28th. I'm going to go all the way to January 3rd because there's a couple of really funky holidays in here. I want to see Ingrid. I think a couple of these are going to really appeal to you and I'll tell you why. So December 28th today is five different national holidays and shara since canada is our neighbor to the north you're included in this national so you're honorary u.s national and you could have the same holidays so number (laughs) one today december 20 i want you to both react to this just jump in today is national card playing day do you play cards ingrid (laughs) i have (laughs) okay and shara do you play cards
3: like cards of humanity,
1: but <laughs> like me. like poker or or go fish or hearts or
3: I used to play oh. rummy when I was a kid. But other than rummy, it's just cards of humanity.
1: Cards. What are cards of humanity?
3: You don't know what cards of humanity is? Oh my oh, no. god! she's Keep missing me. the whole world. Ingrid knows. Ingrid what knows. Are yeah. um, what it's are a they? What really, It's a really inappropriate card game. We can't discuss it here, <laughs> but it's really fun.
1: It's very fun. Yeah, I I will look it up. I'll see. do. I buy a deck to do cards of humanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to buy the yeah. the package, but it's awesome. I, it's just it's uh very offhand. Do yes. I play it with or off color? Do I play it with consenting adults?
3: Yeah, yes. you got to like with four people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh well in COVID, that's kind of hard. So I'll I'll have an alter ego and my my significant other will have an all so we'll we'll be pretending to be four people. I think that'll be even <laughs> more fun. Go. Yeah, so I can be two people at the same time or on the way around the table. It's also today is Call a Friend Day. Ingrid, do you have a friend you want to call today for National Call a Friend Day? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> do you want to name? Do you want to do a shout out, a happy new year shout out to that person?
2: Yeah, my friend Barbara.
1: Hi, Barbara. Okay. <laughs> Hi Barbara. <laughs> Hi Barbara from Read My Lips Radio. We have Ingrid and Shara and this is Radio Red. Now today is also one of my favorite days. It's chocolate candy day. Okay, oh, Ingrid, okay. favorite kind of
2: chocolate. Ingrid, what's your favorite? Uh, German chocolate marzipan.
1: Ooh, mar Oh, marzipan. Oh my goodness, be still <laughs> my heart. Shara, what's your favorite kind of chocolate?
3: Um, I like the Dairy Milk chocolate bars that have Oreo in it. <laughs>
1: Whoa, excuse me. Well, yeah, I'm into I'm into when I don't think I deserve to buy a chocolate bar, I just take the semi-sweet chocolate chips. I stick a bag in the freezer and then I take them out a handful at a time until they come to room temperature. And so I always have chocolate in the
3: house. I do that too, actually. That's a good do way. You, but yeah, it's actually healthier than eating a chocolate bar. But I lo- obviously you love chocolate bars.
1: <laughs> me too. Me too. You, you know something, ladies? There's always a thread of Humanity. I'm going to use the word, the the uh, the pc word. There's always a thread of experience among my guests even though you two have never met you've never spoken to each other as far as I know you have absolutely no. nothing in common and you have everything in common right and this is why <laughs> I love putting people together on the show without planning oh this one's a farmer; we got to get another rancher this one's a singer we got no no just bring people together so let's move on That's it's also download day did you download something today
2: Ingrid yes absolutely absolutely a meditation Oh,
1: any, you want to share that with us? Anything special?
2: Uh, it's it's pre- hard to, desc- it's challenging to describe. It's, it's channeled uh, a couple in Australia. They channel various ascended masters and angels, and it was a, a, a clearing meditation.
3: Can you please send that to me? I'm really into that stuff. Sure, absolutely. Okay. I, so- that's what I'm gonna download today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go. I'm I'm loving the interact with we have a new friend new best friends here yes, on the show. This I is definitely great. need that. I, and I want to say the two of you are are very generous. I'm just going to say it. you're very generous with your kindness to toward each other having never met and it takes a certain kind of my people say chutzpah meaning kind of nerve nervy you know yeah you know what I mean to to get on a radio show live and say I don't know who these people are Cheryl. we've not, never even met so thank you for that. <laughs> it's also today is National Short Film Day Ingrid do you have any favorite short films or do you make any films there on the ranch uh
2: (laughs) I've tried uh, I've tried to do selfie films and that's a challenge
1: (laughs) can can be can be if you do a selfie film I want you to wear that big leather hat that's in your in your PR picture and I want you to send it to me please and I want to see it Shara short Um, film day is that a music video
3: I have never seen a short film I'm sorry don't kill me
1: (laughs) do you think do you think your music video would qualify as a short film I think it would
3: Probably not Radio Red. <laughs> Why not? Why not? I feel like it, it, aren't short films, like, you know, those like artsy short film stories that are like at the film festival.
1: I think we could make – the we could stretch the genre. Ingrid, you can – I think we can agree. We can stretch the genre to say that a music video is a short film because it has a beginning, a middle, and an end. It has a plot. It has characters. It has scenery. It has costumes. It has a uh, climax in the story, if you will. It has a denouement. It has a closing. It has an opening. I think it might be the – it's not like Vine, but it certainly (laughs) – Something that's that's short enough. <laughs> I think that's the short short film. I'm no, gonna say not? that you are in why right. not? That's Perfect. right. Perfect. <laughs> we Love just it. Decided. so you're celebrating with your bit. Okay. Tomorrow is the 29th. It's national still need to do day. Oh. Is there something oh. you still
3: oh, oh New no, Year's? Okay. I'm a big <laughs> procrastinator. Like I'm super hardworking and I'm super organized, but like I procrastinate. I need to do a bunch of stuff
2: tomorrow.
1: You, you, you better think about it. In, not You better, you go ahead and think about it. Ingrid. Any, anything you still have to do?
2: Uh, oh, there's lots. I'm, I'm a rancher. I'm a, I'm developing a business. I have so much to do still. It's funny, not funny, <laughs> or it is funny. <laughs>
1: Well, I decided to clean out my office a little bit. Most of my radio shows are on hiatus right now, my business shows. This is the only one I'm doing this week, and next week I'm back to to business shows. But I decided to clean up my office. I have this... Four bedroom house here in the front bedroom is my office. I have French doors on it, windows out to the front garden. And I have brought my bookcases from New York with Ingrid books from radio guests from the past 10 years or so I (laughs) I don't throw but I get books away. And I tell people don't put them in the garbage, but don't give them back to me, even if you don't want to pass them along to somebody. But I have hundreds of books here. But I have family pictures and little chachkas and things that are, you know, a chachka are a memento, little no, odds and I ins- do now, <laughs> paperweights and little, little, I don't know, things, uh, cutesy things. You, you get, get, you accumulate along the way things that are mementos of of life, things you get when you're a tourist or little gifts people give you. And I have probably 100 of them. So I have them in front of the base of the books in the bookshelves. And I made sure I have everything I love and put some anyway. So that's what I still needed to do. And I'm also uh, a painter now. I don't call myself an artist. I have only painted about 85 paintings this year since COVID. Wow. Only 85? only That's eighty-five. My garage is an art gallery. I have them on both walls on either side of my baby grand piano in my living room. I've got oh, them wow. on part of the wall in my living room. I have them on the hallway to my bedroom on three walls. I've got them, as I say, in the garage and on the entryway from the garage as well. And I just bought another eight canvases the other day, and I made two paintings last night. So that and means wow. you're
3: very creative, then.
1: I th- not. I think so. I think so. <laughs> I don't so, plan my paintings. I, and you know what I discovered sometimes I just, I'm not sleepy, even though I'm up till sometimes one or two in the morning. And after I'm done with words with friends, cause I play actively with the people. I don't even know. I got 10 games with some woman. I don't know who she is, but she's a good player. And so am I, but I stumbled across some art class videos by well-known watercolor artists. Now I'm very stubborn. I do watercolors on canvas. You're not supposed to be able to do that because canvas doesn't have that porousness when they normal canvas for for acrylics and for other types, but I've been using watercolors in tubes now. And I've been watching the videos on different techniques. So I'm using you got just got very dark in your background, Shara.
3: Are you okay? Oh. Very, very dark. <laughs> anyway, Canada, so, it's getting dark already. It's dark oh, it's, here at
1: 4 30 in the in yes. Oh
3: yeah, it's 4 30 here where I am.
1: Okay. Well, it was dark here at okay, 4 30. Is that yeah. better? That's better. Yes. I want to make sure we see. So anyway, I've been experimenting. So if I can't fall asleep 1:30 in the morning, I'll watch Ian Kennelly or somebody else, somebody Clark, I think James Clark, and I watch them do their painting techniques in a little free videos. And uh, so I'm I'm trying out some new techniques right now and having a lot of fun. So I did cool. two full paintings last night. Very cool. So the 30th is National Bacon Day. Ingrid. <laughs> Ingrid, do we
2: do homemade bacon, homegrown oh, bacon As a on matter the ranch? of fact, I was processing a side of pork today.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you a terrible question. Did you name the pig?
2: No, oh, I, I don't I don't name pigs I put in the freezer.
1: Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> that was the best answer I've ever heard. That was terrific. It's also resolution planning day. A neighbor of mine emailed me the other day and said, so you got your resolutions for next year? No, I don't make resolutions at this stage in life, Ingrid. You can understand. I do what I what I think I need to do. So I said to him, I wrote back, he's my next door neighbor, Connie and Jack, and I wrote back and I said, okay, here are my resolutions. And I made up 12 resolutions of things I wanted to do this year, but I didn't think of them as, res- before I knew it, I'd written a whole long email to him and he wrote back and he said, said oh really he said my wife his wife Connie said she probably has similar resolutions I said Jack I was only teasing I live by the seat of my pants I do whatever I feel like it I don't make resolutions I do what feels right at the moment if I want to want to work out or if I want to make cupcakes or whatever it was and he wrote back that he is holding on to his uh, healthy long time fear of sauerkraut so we had a good back and forth Yeah, it's a joke. He says he has a fear fear and he's resolved this year to try and not give up his fear of sauerkraut. So we left it at that. So December 31st, no surprise, is National Champagne Day, New Year's Eve. The first is National New Year's Day. It's also Bloody Mary Day because it's Hangover Day on the 1st. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not going to ask if you ladies get hangovers. I've had once, or one or twice when I first started drinking at age 18 in New York. And uh, it was last call in a bar, and a friend took me to see somebody very famous at uh, Lincoln Center, and we we went into a bar. It was a neighbor neighbor's son, and we went into a bar, and they said last call. So I ordered two rye and something, or other rye and soda. Ingrid, I had no experience drinking. I knocked them back. I went home. I had a fever for three days. I had oh my, <laughs> I got, my mother put me to. Bed what are you doing i don't know just leave me alone anyway uh (laughs) january 2nd is national brew monday okay it's happy mew m-e-w mew year for cat's day january 2nd Happy Muya! Who knew? It's National Buffet Day and it's National Science Fiction Day. So you think we could read science fiction at the buffet with celebrating for the cats, Ingrid? Is that too complicated? <laughs> we could work on that. We could. Shara, <laughs> do you have any cats? Any pets, Shara? I have two dogs.
3: No cats, but two dogs. Yes.
1: Names. You want to share names?
3: Bella and Butters. Butters Ooh. is from South Park. Did any of you watch
1: South Park? Oh, <laughs> no, okay. Well, it's from South Park. <laughs> not on my to-do list. Okay, yeah. thank you very much. What kind of dogs are they? A Pomeranian and a King Charles Cavalier. Oh, very nice, Ingrid. You must have pets on the on the ranch farm. uh Farm animals, uh, dogs, cats. What you got?
2: I have. Oh, let's see. I have three dogs, eleven puppies. Four dogs, eleven puppies. Goats. <gasps> I have. Just had since the 14th, we just had seven baby goats born and I have four Aww. more ready to go. I oh want to come over. Ready to come.
1: <laughs> you two, you're gonna work out the travel plans. Masks yeah, I only love though.
2: Goats
3: and I, puppies.
1: They have go- oh. You know, they have goat farms here in New Jersey where you can go and pet goats, Ingrid. You probably you know goats are very uh very goat yoga? You know about that, right? <laughs> yes. Yes, We've- I bet. Okay january 3rd national jrr tolkien day and chocolate covered cherry day and that finishes the holidays that i wanted to get through i have some famous birthdays to cover ladies so uh there's an american drummer i've never heard of but since i'm a drummer he was born in 1948 he's still alive ziggy modalisti is an american drummer and anybody who's a drummer on the wicket by the way if you ever want to see what happened on a day in history put the date into your browser And Wikipedia will come up with that day, and they have a list of everybody who was anybody born and died and national, uh, famous, mostly religious and political holidays around the world. Okay. Ah. So if you ever want to know, don't go to famous birthdays or what happened today. Go to Wikipedia, put in the date, look at the listing, and just go. Okay. So here's the one I was teasing Shara about before the show. Uh, Ingrid, do you remember a song called It's Raining Men?
3: I know that song. Oh, you do?
1: Okay. Okay. Yes. Martha Wash sang that song. She was a backup singer for the disco singer Sylvester. Sylvester wrote, You Make Me Feel Mighty Real, one of my favorite disco dance songs. And Martha Wash started out as half of a duo called Two Tons of Fun. That was the name, T-W-O, two tons, O apostrophe fun with Isora Armstead. They had three songs that were so successful, three songs in a row, hit number two on the dance charts. They renamed themselves, here's the history, The Weather Girls in 1982 after their top selling song, It's a Rain and Men, Hallelujah, It's Rain and Men, Don't Ask Me to Sing Anymore, Thank You. They had five (laughs) albums and Sylvester used them a lot. Do you remember the song, It's Rain? Men, Ingrid, does that ring a no, bell? No, I don't. Okay, well, I was teaching disco in those days, and so yeah, in the 70s actually. But I Ingrid, remember this that slide.
3: was a hit, you have to know it's raining men. Oh, well, I was
2: homeschooled,
3: <laughs> you so gotta look it up after this. I will, you go look I it will up. for sure.
2: I was homeschooled and wasn't allowed a radio, so yeah. Oh, okay, we'll
1: give you a pass, we'll give you a pass. Yeah, so you get it's pass. also Gail King's birthday today, you know, Oprah's she's the TV journal. Oprah's best friend CBS this morning (laughs) it's also she has a apparently a brother she doesn't know about named Denzel Washington who was also born today in 1954 okay so Gail King and Denzel what who knew Seth Meyers born in 73 today you know talk show host former SNL John Legend who doesn't know John Legend We love John Legend. We love John Legend. Happy birthday, John Legend. And there's an actress and fashion designer named Sienna Miller who was born today in 1981. And that's all of the famous people that I have. So let's talk a little about creativity. I want to do a deep dive and then have a little pop quiz for you at the end. And we'll do some New Year's wishes before we finish. We've got mm, 15 minutes left, so plenty of time. So let's start with you, Ingrid. I asked you before, did you do you think that creativity was a driver in your life if if somebody came to you on the ranch and said, Ingrid Huffman, what does creativity mean to you? how could you could you you're born with it? Could you learn it? Could you teach somebody creativity creativity to me, and I make this very clear when I do the, the publicity summit. creativity isn't oh I've had. Uh, Cheerios for breakfast five days and I think on the sixth day I'll switch to oatmeal I'm so creative with my breakfast that's not creative <laughs> right oh I switched to oatmeal on the sixth day I'm so creative Creativity. <laughs> so so what do you think Ingrid what's your take on creativity is it overrated is it a way I to live?
2: think we're born with it sorry to cut you off there no no that's okay I think we're born with it but I think we squash it and I think the uh that's part of what I do is is a bring people to to themselves, to their inner creativity so it can blossom. I used to think I wasn't creative and then I started making quilts and I found that uh, you can combine the craziest colors and it makes the most beautiful quilt. So I've just learned to say I am creative.
1: <laughs> I like that. And And does the word creativity enter in your helping people with PTSD, which is a very very important thing that you do in addition to everything else ingrid and i i thank Absolutely. you for what you do how, how do you express that to people
2: well it's it's the creativity part the the creativity of creating my ranch and creating and and working and i mean just being creative that i just didn't focus on the ptsd or the herniated discs and they went poof goodbye gone <laughs> So it's very important. It engages you, it, it helps you blossom and grow.
1: I think so, I think so. And, Creativity
2: uh, makes the
3: world go round, I think.
1: I I think you're right. And when you think of writing a song, Shara, what are your muses? What are your inspirations? Is it something on the news? Is it something you experienced? I'm not gonna ask you, you said you had trauma in your life as well. I'm not not gonna ask you about that because that's not what we do here. we don't do politics and trauma. But we talk about, we celebrate creativity as a positive thing in life. So, Shara, when you think of creativity, you think, oh, I was born creative. I love to write music. What What influences you when you write a song? Real love, you said, came from something personal. So what about, I'm looking at your song Apocalypse here. You have one that's, that's called It's Like Torture. Give me a little background on those. Do you want me to play them? I have Spotify up. Do you want me to play Oh, yes. Them?
3: Let's play Apocalypse. Apocalypse. <laughs> okay. I'm going
1: to play. All right. Here we go. Let's that one I
3: wrote.
4: Welcome to the apocalypse. Everything is broken when I look around. Pain and suffering is all about. Plastic in your face and on the ground. And see the world go up with this one. If you take one, then you gotta get one. But if you get hit, there is not a refund. Uh, running out of time, what we gon' do? We gon' do. Minutes do or die, who you gon' choose? choose? When the world blow up, what you gon' lose? Uh, Living in the world with no rules. Pulling soft in the crowd. Yeah. Tell me who be saving us now. Yeah. People screaming so loud. Yeah. Tell me what you gonna do now. Yeah. Don't think about it, just make a move. One shot. Choose. I'ma do what I gotta do The apocalypse may I introduce what
1: could you hear enough of it
2: I didn't hear much of the lyrics I definitely like the the the, uh, rhythm and the tune and the
3: (laughs) thank you yeah that song um well we're not gonna get into politics but it is about the state of the world but I kind of put like a positive spin on it because it's like a dance song but it's called apocalypse (laughs) it's, it's also like like uh double check your double check your bucket list um to make sure you know you You're living for what you want to live for, right?
2: Yeah, I heard that The, the lyrics, pain and suffering are all around. It's so true.
1: (laughs) <laughs>
3: yeah, exactly. Yep. So why not make a more uplifting song about it, and we can dance. Well, when COVID's over, I'm sure it'll be played in the in the clubs. <laughs> the, the medium
1: is the may. Yes, what's left of the clubs. Shara, who are your influences? What? Who did you hear? I know you had lots of music in your when you were a, a younger child. Uh, who were your influences? Is there anybody? There two or three female singers, male singers. You said, oh, I want to sing like that person, or I want to write like that person. Who who are your muses, if you will, or your icons?
3: Oh, my muse is Taylor Swift. I say this in every interview I do. And one day there's going to be a montage of me being like Taylor Swift. There's just going to be a bunch of Sharas being like Taylor Swift. <laughs> but yeah, she I'm obsessed. She's like the best artist of my generation, 100%. Um, uh, her songwriting, her singing, everything. I just love her.
1: Very, very cool. Do you have a favorite Taylor Swift song?
3: Oh, no, there's too many. I have, like, (laughs) hundreds of Taylor Swift songs. I don't know, but I'm really liking... I mean, I love all of her albums, but I'm uh, listening to her two folky albums right now. Love them. I'm also... Eminem is a big... Okay, I'm not into rap. I mean, I'm not a rapper, but I listen to rap, you know what I mean? Um, But Eminem, his lyrics are just like insane. I'm a huge Eminem fan. So I also study his lyrics. I study his lyrics and I study Taylor Swift's lyrics.
1: Where do you get do you design the music and I'm, I'm using that term loosely do you say okay I want to have a, a, a percussion I want to have a synthesizer for that disco house beat type of a, of a rhythm I need to have a, a I need to have a violin on this one I need to have two trumpets on this one I need to have three backup singers when you write the music do you orchestrate the music as well I hope I'm saying that right.
3: Yeah, for sure. But usually you work with a producer and I co-produce. So like you need someone who knows like Logic Pro and all that stuff, like the computer side of it. But I co-produce. Yes, I always know what I want to hear in a track. And then, uh, yeah, I put my musical ideas into the track and then I come up also like lyrics and melody.
1: So these are digital tracks then. yes (laughs) oh i was thinking studio musicians okay no every no it's all done
3: on the computer i mean obviously you play guitar and drums yes but other than that it's usually computer
1: god ingrid are you surprised that it's it's all digital backgrounds kind of yeah (laughs) Yeah, I thought I heard it, but I wasn't sure. So when I'm saying, "Shara, do you do you want three three guitars in the room and three violins?" You're saying we put it up. Oh, so what? So what program do you use for this?
3: Logic Pro or Ableton or Ableton Ableton? I always say I've it wrong. heard of that one as
1: well. <laughs> I've yeah, heard of that
3: one. but um, yeah, so I definitely have a big say in the production. I co-produce usually, but yeah, you need someone who knows the program, right? Like, there's uh, producers who spend years learning that program
1: very interesting thank you very much i appreciate that ingrid are there any famous well-known restoration ranchers who are your muses your influencers uh jeff lawton in
2: australia and toby Hemingway in portland oregon
1: okay do you can you guess who lived in eugene for about 10 years you did (laughs) i did i did i lived in eugene uh, from the god when was it um late early 70s until 76 i think 16 68 or 69 until 76 and then i came back to new york and i was in eugene do you know where eugene oregon is shara no i do not (laughs) take a look at the u.s map find the state of oregon find portland the the cap yep i know where portland is (laughs) and you drive south about two hours and you find a place called eugene and that's the home of the um the, uh, was it the uh, Steve Dupre running trail? And Mary Decker Tab was a runner there, famous runners at University of Oregon. Uh, they have a beautiful, beautiful conference center slash, um, what do you call it, concert hall basically. Uh, very, very beautiful. Anyway, I lived there, and these were the days, Ingrid. You get a kick out of this, where people were coming to Eugene and saying, "Oh, it's too populous. Uh, I'm going to go move to a smaller town because <laughs> we had t- three traffic lights in downtown, Shara, and if you had to wait more than one light to get through traffic at five o'clock, it was that's how how populated it was. People said, "Oh, this is way too crowded. I'm going to go out into the country somewhere and find a place that's less crowded." And that was just about the time when the lumber industry was shutting down, Ingrid. If you remember on the west coast it was a very very interesting time and a lot of businesses were shutting down i had to give my house back to the bank when i leave when i moved back to new york you couldn't sell anything so it was called an estoppel deed Yes, it was an estoppel deed, and I had to basically clean sweep and hand back the deed to the bank. They didn't charge me anything, and I didn't make any money on it. I lived there with my kids for a couple of years and, and enjoyed oh. it, but there was no market because everybody was leaving. So it was right. an interesting time. Ladies, it's time. We have five minutes left, so let's do... Shari, it's so dark where you are. I can oh, just barely I'm see you're sorry. Your That's okay. Can okay. we get a little more light let on me, you? Let
3: me turn on a light. One sec. Yes.
1: Okay. Okay. We'll wait. All right. Expect
3: the sun to go down so quickly.
1: That's fine. That's oh, there you are. Oh, what a beautiful fireplace. Is that real or virtual? Your background. Is that real? Ah, Hold on. All right. Okay. Sorry. We got like. Is that background virtual or real? Real. It's beautiful. (laughs) <laughs> wow, what a fireplace. We yeah. should have done an architectural review with you. So ladies, let's talk about New Year's wishes. I don't want resolutions, nothing stuffy or I'm going to lose five pounds and I'm going to make sure that my hair grows two inches and of that, that other stuff. Ingrid, what are your wishes, hopes and dreams? I know for the world we hope COVID goes into the background. We hope that peace and quiet and sanity and adults in the room and all that, we're not going to get political. So Ingrid, what are your top two or three wishes for your life in 2021, if I may be so bold as to ask?
2: Um, expansion of, of Owl Warrior Hub, uh, welcoming in at least 12 new, uh, 12 owl citizens to start with, and um, more ideas and resources flowing.
1: I like that I like that a lot and Shara what are your goals or dreams for 2021 separate from COVID going away
3: I honestly don't even know I'm just gonna take it like day by day seriously (laughs) I have no expectation of 2021 I'm just going day by day and hoping for the best
1: I think you're right, and I think it's going to be a long while until we see real changes. I don't think anything's going to happen quickly, but I think we're on the road to something better, at least we certainly hope.
2: Yes, anybody you
1: want to do a shout-out to, Ingrid? Any uh, Anybody you want to send a Happy New Year shout-out to?
2: Uh, not anyone in specific, no. Okay, in general? All my fellow nurses and soldiers
1: (laughs) there you go i like that a lot ingrid huffman says a better new year right happy new year yes shara anybody you want to shout out to family friends producers anybody we've got a minute and a half left. two minutes left
3: no just anyone who's listening i hope everyone has a happy new year whatever that looks like for them um yeah no and robert for getting me on this show i can't say his last name i can never say it right
1: Great good we do it the Greek version <laughs> yeah, I can't say it. Hi, Robert. <laughs> Hi, Robert. And it's been very nice meeting you, Shara. I appreciate that. Shara, how many songs do you plan to write next year? Do you have a schedule of how many songs? Or, or Oh, no, Robert?
3: there is no schedule. But I've been writing a lot because there's not much else to do. So I write I write lyrics all the time. And then melodies, they usually just come into my head. I don't force the melodies. Just whenever they're there, they're there.
1: I like that. Well, I want to wish you to keep making music. I really enjoy your music, Shara.
3: Oh, thank you.
1: No, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> if i was having to play music i know that oh that was really great oh my god no it was really 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 good and ingrid i wish you many happy goats and ducks and pigs and <laughs> and, and dogs and cats and puppies and everything else on your farm and i want to say thank you to josh Randall at voice america all of the channels josh for being my engineer this year when we moved the show to the variety channel and to the empowerment channel i want to say thank you to Ryan Treasure, the VP, I call him VP of everything, uh, of operations at Voice America World Talk Radio for being my my friend and my co-producer for a couple of my other shows. And Ryan does the voiceover on most of my shows. And we have 30 seconds left. So I'm just going to say I send wishes of love, wishes of compassion. I'm going to cry. Wishes of caring, wishes of sharing, wishes of good wishes, wishes of happiness and having a heart and thinking about other people in addition to ourselves because we're all trying to get through this together. So Radio Red sends a lot of love out into the world. And LLL, lovely, lanky, Laura Legs, my most Laura listener, it's been a wonderful year having you email me every Monday night to tell me how much you enjoyed the show. So, ladies, let's wave goodbye and let's say goodbye 2020. Let's hope for a better 2021. You ready, Ingrid and Shara? Yep. Goodbye, yep. 2020. goodbye 2020. Let's hope for a better, better 2021. Yeah, you go. Don't go away, ladies. We'll stick around. Bye-bye. See you on the other side. Have a good one. Happy New Year.
0: Thanks again for tuning in to Read My Lips Radio, presented by the Voice America Variety Channel. Tweet your questions and comments to at Radio Red 777. Join host, a.k.a. Radio Red, again next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a positively cool, creative week.